Mic check, one, two, one, two. Mic check, mic check, am I good? I think I'm good, I think I can hear me, I think I can hear me, yep, I can hear me. What is going on everybody? Welcome, welcome to another fantabulous episode of Operation Hero Talk, the number one podcast for the nerds and nerdettes, the weebs and the weebettes out there. Uh, Super happy to be bringing another episode to you guys. Once again, sorry we had to take another week off. Uh, You know, life happens, shit happens, so we just adjust accordingly and uh, we still, you know, actively plan and, you know, try to bring you guys heat. So, with that being said, how are you today? Huh? How are you out there? Getting getting my bill, working on my bill for uh, impression. How are you? Are you okay? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good over here. Uh, you know, super busy week. Um, but we got a actually got a really fun topic to talk about uh today. So without further ado, I'm just get right into it because it's it's some shit I want to get into. So Loki. Yeah, that's right. Sooner or later, I was going to get to this. I was going to get to this. Uh, but it's not Loki, in fact, that I want to talk about. Um, I was watching the last episode. And see, whoever says that it's impossible to stay away from social media so you don't run into spoilers is not lying. They're not bullshitting, y'all. Okay? It's not hard. Because I did not see the ending coming. I'm talking about episode six, okay? I didn't see that ending coming, and, okay, I totally just was totally shocked, and it was, I, when as I was watching the ending, I, I just thought to myself, wow, you know what? I am so grateful that whenever I ran into a Loki, um, a Loki post on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, I didn't read it. I instantly didn't read it. I just, I, I moved past it. I didn't want I didn't want any spoilers. Okay. It's called discipline people. Okay. It's called discipline. All right. But anyways, so leads me right into the topic of this episode. Uh, there's a storm brewing in the Marvel universe, ladies and gentlemen. And if you thought it couldn't get any worse than Thanos, well, just wait. Now, I know there's a lot of you out there who are thinking, well, I mean, Thanos was pretty bad, right? He was he was pretty bad. And I agree. I totally agree. He was he was pretty bad. But I don't think he's anything compared to what we are about to see. I'm talking about the man who looks out for himself in every single version, every single variant of himself. I'm referring, of course, to Kang the Conqueror. Now, we love we love villains for different reasons, right? We love Joker because he's a psychopath, but he's at times can be a sophisticated psychopath, right? We love uh, the Demon Slayer main uh, antagonist because He's just flat out insane. And he's, no, he's not insane. He's incredibly intelligent. He's ruthless. That is why we love him, right? Every villain has an angle that they're working, right? World domination uh, is usually the main one, right? Uh, World domination. But it's a little different in this case. Because in this case, what you have now is multiple versions of the same villain wanting different things. Show you how real this can get. So, Kang the Conqueror, uh, if I've verified my information correctly, and people feel free to correct me on this because I could be wrong. Kang the Conqueror is for sure going to be in the new uh, Ant-Man Wasp movie. Looking forward to that. He's going to be in the uh, new uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yep. It's going to be in the new Doctor Strange movie. And he's obviously going to be in season two of uh, season two of, of uh, Loki. 
Now here's the problem, right? We don't know which Kang we're gonna get. Essentially, all of them will be evil. I mean, we pretty much already guessed that, right? But if we remember back to that episode, spoiler alerts all over this goddamn uh, episode this week, okay? But if we remember correctly, he said, and I'm not quoting verbatim, I'm just, I'm just quoting. If you think it's bad, wait till you meet one of my variants, right? But he also said, I've seen it all. I know it all. I think we underestimate just how powerful that Kang that we saw in the in the the show was. We see this guy and we're like, oh, you know, we we oh okay, he's the guy that was running running things behind the scenes. Well, okay, it's a little, a little more complicated than that. <laughs> so let's let's count down his accomplishments right presumably uh he was the first variant of himself to discover that there were parallel universes right he's from the 31st century but time moves sort of differently right but he's old as hell old as hell he's lived a millennia a long time he's lived a long time right so okay he discovered there were parallel universes he they he was the first variant along with another variant uh to make contact right he was the one that weaponized Goliath to end the multiversal war right when you think multiversal war, you're thinking, well, okay. I mean, a multiversal war doesn't sound that bad, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's just different versions of the same guy trying to take over the other versions of himself's world. Well, yeah, that can get kind of messy. <laughs> Let me put it to you like this. Put it to you like this. While you have may you you may have excuse me one version of Kang who's a yeah he's a easy easy evil guy but he has no resources right you could easily have a Kang that has an army a fleet a, a a a fleet of spaceships you're starting to get the picture here from not bad at all to the worst thing you have ever seen in your life. All of those variants of Kang existed at the same time. And war broke out. I'm assuming, as in all wars, there were massive casualties. Right? But this is how this is how interesting, this is how this is what you really have to pay attention to though. The first, we can't really call him the first Kang, but the main Kang, the Kang from the good, the good Kang. We'll just call, for, we'll call him the the good Kang or the neutral. We'll call yeah, we'll call him the neutral. He who remains, right, from the show. That's how we'll we'll we'll, we'll know him. He who remains. But he who remains, he survived that multiversal war. Probably not an easy thing to do. And not only did he survive it he discovered Elioth he discovered Elioth and he somehow I'm assuming captured Elioth and began experimenting on him and that's how he came up with a way to control him and basically wipe out wipe out everybody else's timelines no more war we're done here yes some of you are good yes some of you are evil 
yes, there are good people in y'all timelines. Yes, there are bad people in y'all timelines. But you motherfuckers are too much. I'm sorry. Everybody's got to go. It's a hard reality, but it's a reality. It's the it's the choice that it's the choice that he had to face. He who remains. I either get rid of all these timelines, including the innocent ones, and destroy all the Kangs, all the variants of myself, or this is the end. There's no in between. So that's exactly what he did. He ended the multiversal war and he created a main timeline known as the secret timeline. I'm monologuing here a little bit, but but bear with me. We're still talking about his accomplishments. Uh, and I just stated one. He created a, a sacred timeline, a main one. Not only did he do that, but I mean, Empires are not built overnight. He created the damn TVA, ladies and gentlemen. He created a bureau for stopping branches in the sacred timeline. Do you know how long that takes? Do you know how long that took, probably? amazing you got to give the man credit for that right so okay you're still not impressed i get it i get it i mean i guess creating a sacred timeline and then creating a bureau to uh erase branches that uh, stem from that sacred timeline isn't really impressive okay all right he was able to pull the wool over everybody's head and basically created a false story so that nobody would find him, right? At least not before they wanted to, wink, wink. And he had Eliath guard him. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that's the most impressive part to me. When you can create, when you can control a monster that literally eliminates time and space. Uh, yeah, I uh, got to give you a good job sticker on that one. Gotta give you, gotta give you uh, props on that one. The basis of what I'm trying to say is, he who remains is powerful. Now, okay, if he's that powerful, can you imagine his variants? Think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Think about it. War is war. We've all lived through war, right? We've lived through war times. We've seen what it does. We we know the the collateral damage that happens. We know what what happens to innocent people sometimes, and it's not fair, right? It's not fair. But a lot of times you are able to separate the innocent from the not innocent, or at least you are able to understand why people are doing what they're doing. That wasn't the case in this situation. Now, I'm not saying he didn't understand them, but what I'm saying is that he understood more that this, this has got to stop. I get along with a couple. He, he probably got along with a He mentioned it. He got along with a couple of his variants, right? They were, everything was all friendly in the beginning. But then, well, wasn't really happy times at the end. So, he had a decision to make. Do I kill everybody? Or everything dies? So, we all know the ending. He made the decision. He wiped out all the other timelines. He created the, T the TVA. He, he did all of that, right? Now, you're probably thinking, how bad could it be? 
How bad, seriously? I mean, we've we've lived through Thanos, ladies and gentlemen. How bad can a Kang the Destroyer evil variant or conqueror, excuse me, how bad can a Kang the Conqueror variant be? Pretty bad. It can get pretty bad, ladies and gentlemen. He's got weapons. He's got futuristic weapons. He's got next level intelligence. He likely, I mean they, I guess I should say they, they, probably more than one of them, are probably on the same intelligence level as he who remains. So you can't outthink him. You can't outmuscle him. And you can't, you can't reason with him. You really couldn't reason with he who remains. Did you notice that? He kind of trapped Sylvie and Loki into a impossible choice. It was an impossible choice that he had planned right from the beginning. Look, I don't want to do this job anymore. So either you're going to do it or there's going to be another multiversal war because guess what? I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> it's like he's been running it for years, many, many years, many lifetimes. And he's just up and decided, well, you know, I need to find somebody to take over for me because you know what? This ain't it. I'm sorry. I got, I got, I got to do something else. I, I, I just, I cannot right away in this office any longer. I can't do it. So he found Loki and Sylvie and he set everything up to lead them to him. You like, I know what you're thinking. Yes, yes, Dimitri. We saw the damn episode. We know what happened. Yeah, yeah I know you saw the episode, smartass. Okay, that's not the that's not the case here. All right. What I'm saying is, do you really get the impact of just how much control he who remains, Kang, had? All of the movies you've seen, the Marvel movies, Kang knew about it all. Not only did he know about it all, he allowed it to happen. So, think, so let me put it to you this way. So if this was real, right? If this was a real situation and you were one of the unfortunate people that got uh, erased, right? When Thanos snapped his fingers, right? Uh, Kang knew that that was going to happen. And not only did he know it was going to happen, he didn't do anything about it. He was like, ah, it's all right. They'll come back. It's fine. They'll come back. I mean, Thanos can't hurt me with the Infinity Stones. I have, I have, I have. The TVA's got Infinity Stones in their drawers of their, their office desk. You can't do anything to me. I created the sacred timeline that those infinity stones were born in. <laughs> so, really, I mean, what do I have to fear? The point is, he knew you disappeared and uh, he didn't do anything about it. In fact, not only did he not do anything about it, he planned it. He planned the war. He planned Captain America picking up the hammer. He planned that. He planned Thor getting fat. He planned Captain America growing a beard. He planned... Hawkeye being uh, the Hawkeye being Ronan or whatever the hell his name is, he planned all of it. He planned all of it. He knew about all of it. He knew exactly the way it was going to go down. So what's happening here? I mean, from what you from the outside looking in, he doesn't really look that strong he doesn't look that intelligent he doesn't really i mean you just you wouldn't know right just from looking at him 
Well, that's where the backstory gets in. Now, remember, ladies and gentlemen, we're focusing on the show, the TV show uh, version of Kang, uh, He Who Remains, right? Now, we know that he was the original variant uh, that uh, there is no original variant, but he was the, the first variant. Like, he was the one that discovered the, the different parallel universes. And he is actually a descendant of uh, Reed Richards' father. Yes, that Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four. And basically, I know what you guys are thinking out there. Oh, he's, oh, he's, how can he, he's black. How can he be Reed Richards? Get out of that mindset. Get out of that mindset right now. All right. Back to topic. He, well, he's a scientist. So, I mean, probably studied a lot. There were a lot of resources. He's from the 31st century. There's probably a lot of resources uh, there. A lot of things you can learn in that time period, especially being a scientist. All right. So, with that being said, I'm wishing the future heroes luck. I don't really know how this is going to, I don't know how this is going to pan out. I'm excited to see it though, because I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. And I, I feel like a lot of you feel the same way. I love when the villain wins, man. I do. Of course, in the big picture, they lose, but I, I love, I love when they win. But this is a this is a situation where this is a situation where I don't know what to make of it. I have a theory, but it's a it's a little bit of a raw theory right now. Ah, you're listening to the episode. I'm gonna tell you. All right, so this is my theory. He who remains. He. If you remember the episode, up until the threshold, he knew everything that was going to happen. But I kind of got a feeling he made an educated guess and knew that Sylvie was probably going to kill him or Loki. But he probably knew he was going to die in that moment. So he knew for a fact. Okay, so the timelines are branching. There's more than likely going to be... uh, there's likely going to be a multiversal war, so yeah, this is this is this is inevitable. War is inevitable. My variants are coming. They're coming. Nothing I can do about that. So okay. We talked a little bit earlier about, uh, like not earlier, a couple minutes ago. We talked a couple minutes ago about how he was bored with his job. I mean, he said it himself. I don't have anything to lose. If a multiversal war breaks out, I'll just be reborn anyway. And I'll just come back. Ladies and gents, however you choose to identify. I feel like that was his plan. (laughs) He just wanted to die and come back. Add a little spice in his life. Think about this. Seriously, think about this. If if he who remains knew that his variants were coming back, which once again he's already made an educated guess that Loki and Sylvia are not going to take his deal, and the and the timeline is going to branch off anyway, right? So he knows at some point he is going to have to come back and save everybody and put the top, the sacred timeline back together again. It makes sense, but at the same time, remember, it's just a theory. And thus we forget that past that threshold point, he doesn't even know what's gonna happen in his sacred timeline. 
the sacred timeline he created, the, the sacred, the main timeline, the one he created, he doesn't know what's going to happen in that timeline anymore. So now, really, <laughs> everybody does have free will. Like, okay. People have a problem with the TVA. People have a problem with me. Okay, well, hey, I'm dead now. I'm dead now. Uh, my variants are coming. You're not going to like them. They're not nice people. They are not bringing housewarming gifts. We'll see where free, let's see where free will get you. Let's see if you can come up with a way to stop more evil versions of me. Let's see, let's see how that, see how that works out for you. Guys, I know you want to be optimistic, but Lord Jesus, I, I don't see any reason to be at this point right now. I'm sorry. Look at what we got. And I love Shang-Chi. How the hell are you supposed to help us? Seriously, how is, how is a martial arts master supposed to help us? Ant-Man, Wasp, okay. Y'all can go into the quantum realm. How is that supposed to help us? <laughs> How is that supposed to help us? There's probably a version of Kang in the quantum realm. All different possibilities. Infinite, infinite people, meaning no limit. Infinite number. A lot of evil Kangs out there. I think what the last episode was basically starting going to signify is that, um, yeah, all hell's about to break loose. Literally. Kang doesn't care about anything except himself. And that's true for a lot of them. The only thing he cares about is conquering. <laughs> and I hate to, I hate to leave, I hate to softball it in there like that. But I mean, realistically, it's really all he cares about. It's conquering. And like we said, there's not, there's, there's, there's not all versions of. Not all versions of Kang are evil. Think about Iron Lad. Iron Lad isn't evil. He's actually pretty cool. Right. Uh, big shout out to uh, Jonathan Majors uh, for an unbelievable uh, job he did portraying um, He Who Remains. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I watched uh, Lovecraft Country. I watched all of them, and he was amazing in that. Um, the man, the, the, literally, the man can't do any wrong. I'm sorry. He's literally just like, yeah, he's on that level. I'm sorry. Anyways, back to topic. Uh, major shout out to Jonathan Majors. Um, what do we, a little background history. Um, Kane the Conqueror, a.k.a. Nathaniel Richards, a.k.a. He Who Remains... Remember, we're talking about the TV show uh, Kang, not the comic books, because He Who Remains and Kang the Conqueror are two different people in the comics. They merged them for the for the uh, the purpose of the show. So in the show, Nathaniel Richards, he's an opponent of the Avengers and the Fantastic Four. Now, in the comics, there's really, really three main variants. There's three main variants. And I think they're going to pretty much, these are three you're probably going to see in the movies. And that's Ramatut, Immortus, and Iron Lad. And then there's the actual Kang the Conqueror, which we, that was more than likely the one we saw at the uh, end of the, the, the Loki uh, finale. 
Uh, Ramatut's a psychopath, first off. Okay, um, a murdering psychopath. So, we'll see how that works out. Uh, I don't really know much about Immortus, so I'm not going to really speak on him. Um, Iron Lad was a, a version of Kane that chose to be good, which is surprising. Um, and, and, and to be fair, when we're talking about Ramatut, he was he was eventually uh, considered a anti-hero, so he wasn't really a... It wasn't really a, a bad guy, but he wasn't really good either. All right. A little bit of a little bit of background history. Uh, Kang the Conqueror first appeared in uh, the Avengers uh, number eight uh, comic, uh, which uh, premiered sept. Well, came out premiered, but came out in uh, September of 1964. Uh, it was created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Uh, Ramatut, which is a variant of Kang the Conqueror, first appeared uh, in the Fantastic Four comic. I believe it was 22. Was it 22? 22. No, no, it was 18, right? I think it was 18. It was between 18 and 22. It's one of those. Um, and that was in 1964? No, 63. 63, sorry. It was in 1963. So it was actually a year before Kane the Conqueror. Ramatut came out before Kane the Conqueror. I read a lot of comic books, you guys. <laughs> I've read a lot in my life. Anyways. In the in the comics, uh, basically, um, Victor Von Doom created time travel, and that's in Kang Kang's original version. Nathaniel Richards came across it at some point and utilized it. Now I think they're going to go a different route in the show because there's no there's no really uh, big plans for a uh, uh, well not big plans. They are revamping the Fantastic Four movie again. But uh, as far as casting and everything, we that, that information hasn't come out yet. So we're still waiting on that. So I doubt he'll be involved with that movie, at least initially. Um, so I think in this, I think in this, uh, in this series of movies that he's going to be in, it's going to be pretty much be similar to what happened in the comics. And if you're not familiar uh, with what happens in that, that's okay. I'm here to tell you. Basically, he designed the remember Nathaniel Richards, the original uh, Kang. So he who remains, it would be it would be he who remains in the in the um in the sh from the show. Um, he designed uh, armor. He designed uh, you know a uniform based off of uh, Victor Von Doom's uh, original look, and then basically. He tried to pit the Avengers um, against his variants, so Ramatut, Immortus, etc., and different, just different other versions of himself. And it was really a situation where they couldn't kill him; they just had to force him to leave their timeline. And yeah, they could kill Thanos. <laughs> you can kill Thanos. Died twice. You can't. You can't. Uh, you, you can't kill Kang though. It's a total difference. Now why? I don't know. Okay. I'm waiting just like you guys. All right. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for this. But my theory is that my theory is that the one the Kang from the every movie is gonna have their own Kang. Right. That's that's. I feel like that's kind of how they're shaking this out. And. Then there's going to be the main Kang the Conqueror, who's the most evil out of all of them. And that's where they're going to have to assemble again and stop and stop that one. And I don't even think they're going to stop him. I think they're just going to force him to leave, basically, like in the comics, because, yeah, brother is that lethal. OK, he's that lethal. That makes that makes I mean, I know I don't know what you guys, but we're not kids here. 
we can handle a villain, you know, not being destroyed completely, but just being forced to never come back. We saw that in the, we saw that in um, Doctor Strange with Dormammu. He didn't kill him. He died numerous times, but he didn't kill him. He was like, look, I, 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 brother, we got a deal here. Either you leave or you just going to, this is going to be your only satisfaction. Just killing one tall, skinny white dude for all of eternity. Is that what you want? All right. So basically, what Kang in the what the basis of the Kang character is that he likes going to different time versions of like different versions, different timelines, and conquering timelines. Now there's an infinite amount of timelines out there, so there's never he's never lacking for he's never lacking for you know timelines to conquer, to take over, or to destroy. But think about what this does for the fabric of time. It's basically tearing it it's basically diminishing it it's it's gonna potentially destroy everything at some point now whether it's he who remains that comes back and uses it or loki and sylvie that comes back and uses it or the avengers that use it but eventually they're gonna be trapped in that same position Look, I know there are a lot of timelines here, <laughs> but Eliath is right here. Just saying. He's right here. This is an option. Just saying. We can get back to one timeline here. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. But I'm wishing the best of luck for him. It's going to be a $15 ticket. Most definitely worth buying. And remember this. If you're wondering, if you're going to see the new Spider-Man movie, which I assume you guys are. I mean, I know I am. If you're going to see the new Spider-Man movie, and you're wondering, okay, how does this work? How can... Uh, how can that Spider-Man and that Spider-Man be involved with this Spider-Man? Uh, yeah, you can you can thank uh, Loki and Sylvie for that. Yeah, you can you can thank them for that. That's how that happened. It wasn't Doctor Strange messing up a spell. No, no. And it's kind of it's kind of ingenious how they did that, right? Because, admittedly, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, great. We it was the first Spider-Man, so you know it's great by default. We 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 loved it. Andrew Garfield Spider-Man had potential, never lived up to it, right? Tom Holland Spider-Man, of course, we love the kid. He's great. Oh, uh, you know, we love the movies, love the writing. It's it's great, right? But you get that it's kind of a it's kind of a scapegoat, right? Out of out of the Andrew Garfield uh, uh, Spider-Man. Well, hold on. Why didn't I don't get it? Why why are we just now seeing Andrew Garfield Spider-Man and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? Uh, yeah, those were branches in time. Those were alternate timelines that were destroyed. They were destroyed. So at some point, keep this in mind. So at some point, Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker, his world was destroyed by by uh, Eliath and Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker. His world was destroyed by, guess who? Alive. 
I'm just saying, you could, so you basically, that's a way, it's a way for you to explain it, people, if anybody asks, but you, the, the people that listen to this podcast, I know y'all can explain it, I didn't have to tell you, baby, I'm just talking to the people who maybe don't take this as seriously as we do, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, back to topic. Yeah, I don't know what the, I don't know what the Avengers are going to do. This is a shit show coming, but I will say this. This is really the time to dig deep. Kang the Conqueror is a really complex character in because in, in so because the different versions of himself really can be thought of as part of a whole. Right? So you can't just have the Kang the Conqueror. You can't just have he who remains. You can't just have Immortus. You can't just have Iron Iron Lad. You can't just have Rama Tut. You have to have all of them. We need all of them. Because we need to see how does this variant shit work, right? Like, I'm so interested. Like, I'm honestly, I'm so interested in in learning more about why they chose to bring this character out at this time. Why was it the right time? Now, there have been plenty of villains in the Marvel Universe, right? Plenty of bad villains. Plenty of villains that are capable of destroying the Earth, yada, yada, yada. Why this one? Don't rack your brains. I have a, I have another theory. I'm theories galore around here. I think because of the fact that this character is so complex, that's why they chose it. You need... You need... You need a few things to make a, to make a movie. To, 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 to make a movie as a villain. You need a few things. You need a, a good backstory. You need to be powerful. And you need to be sophisticated. Oh, what about the Joker? He's not sophisticated. Uh, yeah, he is. Yes, he is. There, you, Say whatever you want about the Joker. There is a sophistication to that man's madness. There's an elegance to that man's madness. He is perfectly perfect at being mad. <laughs> Same thing with Kane the Conqueror, right? Each version of him is great at what it does. And I think that that's why he who remains had to do what he did. Think about it. You think he was the only one that tried to stop him? If there's infinite Kangs, that means there's infinite Avengers. There's infinite heroes. And they couldn't stop him. put it to you like this if you had a so let's say there's a version of uh there's a version of kang who's pretty evil right pretty evil but not too evil right and the avengers of that timeline that that kang was born into uh defeat him right they defeat him oh good happy go lucky everybody's good we defeated we defeated kang we're all good let's enjoy peace peace in our time quote Ultron and I guess Iron Man I guess Tony Stark too they both they both said it in the movie anyways <sighs> then another Kang shows up <laughs> so you just got to, you just got through defeating this Kang and then a more powerful, possibly, a more powerful Kang comes from another timeline to take over your timeline, sees that you've killed your virgin's Kang, and he goes, oh, thanks. This will be much easier now. Yeah, I'm, I'm way more powerful than the one you just killed. And if you kill me, then another 
probably a more powerful version of me is coming after that. Probably won't be today. Probably won't be tomorrow. But eventually, he or she, there are female versions of Cain, is going to come. And you won't stand a chance. Are you starting to get why he who remains had to do what he did? <laughs> are you starting to see, are you starting to get the picture through that beautiful brain of yours on just how bad this war turned out? Yeah. It got bad. It's going to get bad before it's all said and done. I'm super excited for uh, the new season of Loki. I thought they did a great job. Uh, I thought the casting was great. I thought the writing was better. Um, Super shout out to Owen Wilson. Um, I've been a big fan of Owen Wilson for a long time. And um, if you don't know, that man has gone through a lot of trials and tribulations in his life. Happy to see he's uh, back on his feet and doing doing great things. Uh, So... Yeah, I'm just I'm excited, people. Please, you know what I want you guys to do, because because I, I, I I'm actually interested. If you know anything about Kang the Conqueror and you know about the different variants, different versions of himself, please leave in the comments what version of uh, Kang that you're most excited to see. Because for me, it's gotta be Ramatut. I'm actually pretty excited to see how they're going to pull that off. I'm excited to see how they're going to pull that off. I want you guys to remember something. When All Out War does break out, just remember, this was all Sylvie's fault. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. That's No, look, I'm sorry. That's, that's mean. That's mean. It wasn't Sylvie's fault. It, I mean, it was. But, but at the same time, who can make a decision like that? Do you remember, if you remember the episode, he, when he told Sylvie to grow up, he said, we're all villains here. Oh, you damn right about that. Because who forces people to make a, the literal definition of a lose-lose situation decision? Kill me, war. Take over for me, you kill innocent people. Wow. Well, you got me. On, <laughs> you got me uh, tied up in a knot, huh? You got you got that scenario tied up in a, a pretty big knot, don't you? Because those are the only two options. Take over for me. And and purge innocent timelines. Basically, kill innocent people who don't know they're a branch in the timeline there's no free will you're doing it now or kill me and cause a multiversal war and destroy everything and all things in life as we know it those are your options well i mean what can't you just keep doing it well yeah i could but i don't really want to anymore I'm tired. These are the options I put forth. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. Those are your only two options. Sorry. Hell of a decision. Please tell me, guys, what would you do in that situation? What would you choose? Look, I always thought I was a guy who could decide things right on the fly, but I, I, I mean, cause time moves slowly, more slowly here, or not at all, right? I mean, you control it. Can you give me a couple years to, to decide? Jeez. Man, love Kang. 
I could spend seriously. I could spend a, a, a lot of time talking about this uh, this guy, but we don't have a lot of time. So I just want to throw a little, a few, a couple more facts out there out your way, so we can wrap this up. Uh, IGN rated IGN rated Kane the Conqueror as the 65th greatest comic book uh, villain of all time. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, it comes off as a, comes off as uh, a little bit boring, um, sophisticated. But uh, I'm, so I'm pretty sure that's the reason for that low ranking. But I mean, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, let's see. Oh, the ray gun. I totally forgot about the ray. Oh, yeah. Ramatut uses a ray gun. <laughs> a ray gun to sap the will of human beings. Basically to, basically to like, make them do what he wants. And that's how he conquered uh, ancient Egypt. And he uses that to weaken super, superheroes too. Superhuman beings. And prevent the, basically preventing them from using their superpowers. He was in ancient Egypt. Egypt people but yet he had a time ship to travel yeah a time ship to travel through any point in history you get what you kind of getting what I'm saying now so if you have a time ship and you can travel to different points in history then you can probably find a way to travel to alternate timelines you could probably make that work right Probably not far out of your reach. And that's one version of Kang. Need I go on? Oh, you want me to go on? Sure. Okay. I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you a couple more. Give you a couple more. Right. So let's go, let's move to Immortus, right? Let's move to Immortus. He, now, Immortus is the future version of Ramatut, King the Conqueror, Iron Lad, Kid Immortus, whatever. He's the future version. Okay. He's he who remains. Right? He, he That's who he is. He That's he who remains, basically. But remember, in the comic book version, there's two different variants. In Loki, they merged the two. It's kind of like, it's kind of like this. Uh, it's kind of like this. Instead of, so no, actually no, it makes sense. Okay, so it's kind of it's kind of like this. So basically, basically, whereas you have Immortus from the comic books, who's an older version of once again, Kang the Conqueror, Ramatut, Iron Lad, Immortus, you know, Kid, Kid, Kid Iron Lad, whatever. Um, in the TV show, um, he who remains basically is Immortus. He's lived, the, he's lived a lot of lifetimes. He, you know, what may at some point, and I'm just going off of what I heard in the show, he may ha at some point have been Kang the Conqueror, but he's not anymore. He's um, by the time we get to him in the show, he's Immortus, right? He's Immortus. But uh, Immortus actually, and, and here's how you know it's the same person. Immortus has no superpowers. Same thing with um, same thing with the. He who remains from the show. He he didn't have any powers, but he was a genius. He 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 was smart. He was next level intelligence, same as the one from the show. That's how he knew how to manipulate the time. Manipulate time. Forgive me. And he knew how to you know somehow uh, experiment on Eliath and weaponize him. He knew how to purge timelines. He somehow knew how to create a whole government system for time, which I don't even want to know how much of a headache and a half that was. And yeah, he did. Yeah, same same version. 
So in the comic, it, it kind of went like this, and, and I, I might be remembering it. I might be remembering it wrong. So if I'm wrong, I apologize. Just fact check me and put it in the damn comments. Uh, at some point in in Immortus, and we're talking about Immortus, Immortus's timeline, he was Ramatut. But he was a version of Ramatut that became basically tired of fighting. He was tired of fighting. And I think he I think he had a kid or something that got killed or something. Um Yeah, he yes, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I just yeah, hold on. I'm just looking at I'm looking at it right now. Yes. He had a, a son that he lost in in damn, several timelines. Several timelines. Basically, he was approached by the timekeepers. Um, and he became an agent of, he became, he worked, he basically decided he was going to work for them. And the, and the, the payoff for that was immortality. So he took that deal. Don't know why. Ask him. Um, but he took that deal and he decided basically he was going to become the, um, you know, Lord of time, the realm of limbo at the end of time basically uh, if i had to make a comparison for it it would probably be that place that loki and sylvie found um he who remains at pretty much and that could and uh, keep an eye out for that because that could be something that comes up in the future movies as well the timekeepers we could find out that that's who he who remains was working for the entire time I gotta tell you guys, I'm super excited for this uh, new version of Kang because I'm, I'm excited for these villains in general because I think that what we're getting here is, you know, for the people that are not us that are gonna watch these new that are gonna watch these new movies, you know. They're going to go back and watch the old ones, obviously, if they haven't already. And they're going to see Thanos and they're going to think, man, can it really get any worse than that? Yeah, it can. It can get just it. And it's not even about it being worse. It can be just as cool as that. It can be just as cool. So you're going to have to, because at some point, we're going to have to band together and take care of this issue. Take care of this guy or guys different versions of them it's infinite amount right man oh geez we're over an hour in okay all right well ladies and gentlemen we have reached the end of today's episode i hope you all have an amazing um start to your week once again this is dimitri starks bringing you another episode for the nerds and nerdettes the weebs and the weebettes for operation hero talk and um as usual if you like the episode if you didn't like the episode if you want to leave a comment if you want to leave some constructive criticism please comment below comment in the rating systems we are streaming on all platforms i believe except patreon but i'll find a way to get us on there eventually um but we're streaming everywhere please have a listen to us uh you know maybe we can make your day feel better maybe we can make you you know think about some shit more intricately you know think about marvel think about anime think about dc problems things that those those heroes and villains are going through all right but anyways until next time peace love and blessings in the words of the immortal Le leonard nimoy live long and prosper peace <laughs>